Brian Brown from Burnett Title with me, interviewing him, and he's going to go through the process a little closer on what to expect when we are going to a closing. So many times people talk about the process beforehand, but once we get to the closing, everybody just drops. So Brian, thank you for coming today. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, what you said about coming to closings is true. A, a lot of people get to closings and they're just kind of baffled at what's going on. Uh, but before that, I want to let you know uh, a little bit about myself. I've been in the title business for over seven years with different companies. Um, I've been in banking for 15 years as a branch manager with Chase, Bank of America, and different companies. So my financial background has, you know, kind of aligned me and helped me a benefit. Uh, recently, I've been with Burnett Title for almost three years as an account executive, where I work with uh, different agents and attorneys and their clients to make sure they have a smooth, uh, smooth transaction. And as far as coming to a closing, um, some clients don't even come with the proper ID. They may come with an expired driver's license or, or state ID. And it's very important that we can identify them. The closer who is going to be closing the transaction needs to confirm who they are since we're acting as a representative either for the lender and or for the buyer we need to make sure everyone's who they say they are this uh, helps eliminate fraud and it also helps expedite the transaction instead of someone having to go back home to get a valid id or passport uh, very true very true and that also would then delay the closing uh, exactly. you know, if someone thinks that they're going to get the keys to the home that day because they went to closing brought an expired driver's license, passport, whatever it is, and that's not going to be the case. So it's a, it's a trickle-down effect as well. Exactly. And as far as some of the documents that are required, we try to address that ahead of time to make sure the clients are prepared on what they should not only bring, but uh, if they can sign documents ahead of time, we want to make sure they're prepared for that as well. If they're on the seller side, we can help accommodate on the title side documents prior to closing so they don't have to attend. Because now with uh, a lot of the um, industry making adjustments on how we do closings, not everyone shows up for closings. Sure, I've had where we've had a lot of virtual closings as well. And you know that does help to have everything ahead of time and to understand. Let's also talk about wire fraud because we've gotten through you know, what we, okay, we're bringing our, our driver's license, our passport, everything is valid. We double check that. You know, another important step as well is wiring the funds when you are the buyer. So yes. let's talk about wire fraud and what what to do, what not to do, because wire fraud is real. We all know very, very well. It is real, and that's an excellent point. What we try and what most companies are doing is making sure that the buyer is communicating with our accounting department. So there's not a lot of external people getting involved. We try to minimize who is receiving your personal information. Uh, if you're going to receive proceeds from the sale of your home, some clients uh, receive checks, but the majority, since it's a larger amount, they prefer a wire going to their checking account. So it's an, it's important to just have that direct conversation with our accounting department. It leaves out other people. And then once you once you have sent the wire or are receiving the wire, we get a confirmation. So then that way that can be it, can be traced. Exactly, and that's when the funds are dispersed and the uh, the deal is pretty much consummate it's consummated and the keys are exchanged at that time and then yeah then everybody well because the lender's given us approval if a lender you know is required on the deal 
uh, they've let us know it's okay to go ahead and disperse funds. So as a title company, we'll disperse and pay everyone. Um, and with that being said, I mean, the, the buyer has to get a lender's policy and the, the seller has to get an owner's policy. Not everyone is aware of that. So both parties have a responsibility of getting coverage to make sure they own the property to sell it and they'll own the property when they purchase it so the lender will feel comfortable knowing there are no liens. Sure, then everything is, you know, nobody's walking into uh, something that's going to come back later on after closing. Exactly, yes. Which we do hear about that. We hear, and that's that's why we use title companies. Um, yes. Also, wanted to talk about homeowner's insurance. So that, that's something else that I think you know, sometimes will be a surprise to, we get all the way down to in the beginning, we, we prepare our clients, we get to close, you know, it's a little quiet during the, during the lending period, during the, we're waiting for clear to close. And then people, sometimes I've had clients that aren't aware that you have to have homeowner's insurance. You have to have that yes. paid receipt. At yes. close. That's another very important thing too. Exactly. Another great point. Uh, the lender has an interest in that property. They have a mortgage against it and they want to make sure if it burns down or something happens to it with a, you know, an accident that it's covered and if you don't have insurance on it the lender could lose out on the property too so they have nothing so they won't you know give you access to buying the property until you provide that inf information sure and then that again is provided at closing so the key points from takeaway from our conversation is you know double check your driver's license double check your passport make sure and get on the phone and speak to we don't want as far as wire fraud and wiring funds whether sending or receiving we don't want to receive it through an email right. uh, somebody's email address could right. be hacked we don't know exactly um, do your due diligence and make sure that we're we're doing all doing our job exactly I, well, well said so brian any questions that any any of our audience has whether it's other agents buyers so on and so forth how can they get a hold of you uh, the easiest way is going to be uh, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, dot Brown, B-R-O-W-N, at Burnett, B-U-R-N-E-T, T-I-T-L-E-I-L, for Illinois, dot com. It's the easiest way to reach me. And or if they want to call, they can call me at 773-540-8733. Well, Brian, I thank you again very much for coming on and talking about what I feel is pretty important as far as closings, what to expect at the closing. We've bought the house, we've gone through inspections, we're all excited. Now, what happens, whether it's a first-time home buyer or it's been a while since you've purchased or, or closed on a property. And uh, again, I thank you very much for coming on today. And I'm Jennifer Williams with Lux Life. Thanks and have a great day.